Well, it used to be NBC had a lineup on Thursdays uh, that you couldn't miss. That that has long since gone by the wayside. The the Cosby Show, Cheers, all that. Now what you have is the NHSportsPage.com podcast. Where the, what are they used to call it, Dave? Like must see TV or something must like that. Must see TV. Yeah. Okay. Remember they had like they had also like uh, Caroline in the City or like some Jonathan Silverman uh, sitcom in the middle of all those. Yeah. Just try to make them work. Those you could miss. That was not must. Uh, that was that was that was okay if you don't see TV. But uh, today's podcast is brought to us by our friends at Great Bay Community College. Uh, Campus is in Rochester and Portsmouth, and. Uh, they have an open house going on this Saturday at Pease, which is where their uh, their main Portsmouth campus is located. Right, exactly. Yeah, they've got a. Uh, they're our longtime partners, and um, and they have an open house uh, in Portsmouth on Saturday. All the information is right on our website. Their banner ad is uh, pretty hard to miss. And uh, you know, we've talked a lot about White Mountains Community College and Great Bay Community College. Of course, Great Bay and the Seacoast, White Mountains Community College of the North Country. But uh, for these kids to be able to go to school and save as much money as they are and then transfer to a four-year university, you know, with those credits in hand. And, you know, kids are saving like $70,000. Yeah. So you have two kids at home and I have one. So uh, I'm paying a lot of attention to uh, the benefits of a school like Great Bay Community College. And, of course, the, the basketball program is back up. We're going to be doing basketball previews. Brian Scott is the athletic director and the girls basketball coach. And Alex Burt, one of my original, I think my second ever player of the year, in Division One at Dover is uh, twelve years ago is uh, is the head basketball coach. We both know and like Alex. We know him very well and like him a lot. So there's a lot going on at Great Bay and uh, opportunity to check out the campus and uh, is have a lot of your questions answered on Saturday. Yeah, and uh, some of the uh, basketball games. I think uh, I think we're doing three different games. Will be uh, I'll I'll be doing some of those on MOSN this year. So uh, you can uh, the, the the teams are back, which is good to see, and uh, we can't wait for that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'd like to do a game or two with you, and uh, and I think we're going to do some of those on video, too. I mean, Hunter Bullock's over there, Ethan May. There's a bunch of the kids that uh, that we covered yeah. uh, in high school. A lot of them. I felt like I've, I've got to help. been an assistant recruiting coordinator for Alex. So, um, yeah, they're doing a lot of great things over there. Um, and it's, it's uh, like I said, for parents, it's something absolutely you should uh, look at as an option. It's uh, certainly something that a lot of families are doing now and saving a ton of money and still getting the benefit of a four-year degree at the end of it, so it's really good. Absolutely. All right, so we're uh, we're reaching the finishing kick in uh, New Hampshire High School football, so what do we have lined up this weekend? Uh, Jen and I are going to North Conway tomorrow night. Are you going to the outlets? We're, yeah, no, we got outlets here in Kittery. Um, no, we, uh, we're going to see... Go to the New Hampshire ones. Go to the Merrimack outlets. Come on. Or the North Conway ones. Kittery. What, uh, Get out of here with that. What? Excuse me, Tilton has the Tanger outlet. That's the one That's I get most is. often. Where where does Justin McIsaac go when he goes to an outlet? I, I am actually I am actually like really interested to hear what this answer is. Uh, the only outlet I really go to is the one in Merrimack. So when I get off the air, sometimes if I, uh, sometimes I'll zip down to the uh, the Puma outlet in Merrimack and check that okay. one. Okay. Otherwise, I don't like to go. Uh, you know, you know the crowds follow me everywhere. Uh, it's in a paparazzi. I can't deal with it, so I just shop online usually. But uh, I get down to the Merrimack Islands now and then. I remember walking with you one time, and there was a, a jetliner like about a mile up in the sky, and you were screaming and pumping your fist, saying, "Damn paparazzi!" I'm that's not right. positive that they were. And I don't know if they well, were there for you. I, I I was positive, but that's, you know, like that's a, another story for another time. Like I got a flight to Philadelphia, but yeah, no. So we're. <laughs> Jen and I are covering uh, Bo undefeated at Kennett. Um, we're really excited, and uh, White Mountain Community College is going to sponsor. And 
a bunch of the bow parents have helped us out as well, sponsors. So Jen and I are going to be uh, bundled up. It's going to be high 30s, but uh, I already spoke to the Canada AD. They're going to take good care of us. So we're really excited. That's going to be a really fun game and uh, and a big one. The winner of that is the top seed in the North uh, in Division 2. And again, uh, you're calling today. I, I, I feel like I have to call you out a little bit. You only list four teams that can absolutely win it all in Division 2. I think there's 15 that can win it all, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went with the – so that's what I did today. I, I went with – I'm trying to come out every week, you know, do something a little unique. And uh, I, I really feel like at this point you can kind of identify. If I had to say, like, I can absolutely see them. Those are the four. Were you surprised Colin was in my four? Uh, yes. Yeah. No, yes, they were the last one. Yep. Yeah, the- yeah, they remind me a lot of those boat teams, as I wrote. They're uh, – Palm's legit. Um, and so, yeah, I'm interested. I think everybody's kind of interested to see – where Plymouth ends up, and uh, I think that's going to be a scary game for anybody who has to play the Bobcats. But uh, but those are the teams I identified in each division that I think can absolutely win it. So yeah, it was. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we're we're kind of getting ready for the playoffs now, and everything's winding down. So uh, all good. I have the. T- I'm not going to reveal it now. It might be in a later podcast, but I have the team. I think I will that that I think is going to win it all in Division Two. But that just means really? I, I will jinx them if I say it. So I'm going to hold off till the playoffs start, and then I'll jinx them then. So that'll be that. So as we said before, McIsaac every after. So after next week, that Monday, McIsaac will have the uh, the playoff bracket. We should have it by then, and then he will predict every single playoff game all the way through to Durham, which is a very bold and brave move. Uh, sometimes he looks like a genius. Often he does not, but uh, it's not easy to pick these games, and that's how random it is. I mean, again, we mentioned it before, but Wyndham was a dominant, dominant number one undefeated seed a couple of years ago and lost to Bo in the first round, and Bo ended up going to the uh, championship so uh, to play Plymouth. So it's complete banana land, as we've been saying, and it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. Whoever gets there is going to completely earn it. And I do think in D1 there are four teams that have really suffered. I think you can agree with that. I think North, Exeter, Londonderry, and Salem have separated themselves from the other teams a little yep. bit. That doesn't mean one of them can't get knocked off, but uh, but I think they've separated themselves. For sure, yeah, absolutely. So, all right, do we do we pick that first game? I can't, I can't even remember. I, I I can't remember what just happened five seconds ago. So you, or, no, we got, we're, we're, I'm ready to go. You're oh, ready? you're ready to go. Okay, you're just saying where you're going to be. Yeah, let's roll them out. Here we go. All right. All right, so this is an easy one. BG uh, is going to get a win. They go at Rochester and play Spalding. Oh, how uh, dare you! I no. picked pick Spalding and staff picks. Wow, look at you! I, I did. You're going to be shocked. You'll be shocked. I did as well. Uh, I th- yeah, <laughs> I'm taking the Red Raiders here. I think it's probably a, a pretty, a pretty darn good game though. Uh, Friday night and the uh, the long drive from Nashua to Rochester. Nobody likes going to Rochester. It's not that bad of a drive. Oh, no, they nice. all complain about it in D one. Keen and, and Rochester, they always complain about that. Yes. Yeah. Well, you're gonna complain uh, about a loss, Bishop Girton, after Friday. Take night. it, take it easy. You're getting too fired up too early. By the way, history is gonna be made Friday night. So that that game will be on MOSN. We'll throw the link on uh, Uh Coach Trishiani of Bishop Girton. This will be the third game I've I've uh, I've done. Where a coach Trishiani's been involved. This one, uh, I did the St. Anselm game doing color, where uh, one of the Trishianis is a defensive coach, and uh, the Elon head coach is a Trishiani as well. So three Trishianis at three different levels of football, a record which may never be broken. Dave Haley. They're all over the place. They're all nice guys. They uh, and they, I get my stats from BG every week too. So yeah, this, listen, you've done the circle. I mean, you you can get to every one of the family, then that's that's right. Accomplish something. Oh boy. 
Second game is uh, is a good one. Merrimack goes on the road at Nashua North. Nashua North undefeated. They can wrap up the number one seed with a win uh, because they own the tiebreaker against Exeter. I like uh, Nashua North to win that. I like uh, Curtis Harris, as I said this week, is he's going to get my vote for Player of the Year. I, I can't see anything changing that in the last two weeks. Yeah, that's uh, hard to argue with Nashua North in this one. Uh, Merrimack's pretty good, but uh, I'll take North. Dover uh, at home. Uh, Taking on Nashua South. Nashua South absolutely positively needs that game. I think they get it. I think it's going to be a closer than expected game. Good news on Darian Lopez Sullivan. His knee is not as bad as they first, or his injury not as bad as they first feared. Um, uh, so I'm not sure he'll be playing in this game, but he should be back for basketball season. He's a, he's a really good point guard for Matt Fennessy and Mike Lynch and those guys. Uh, but I like Nashua South. They need this one. I think Nashua South. They made the cover uh, today, Chris Keefe, of, uh, of our uh, Thursday column, and uh, I like them to beat Dover on the road. Yeah, again, I think it's uh, a little close, especially with Lopez Sullivan back, but uh, South's a desperate team here. they got to have the game, so uh, go with the Purple Panthers there. Exeter goes to Portsmouth, not Oyster River, and, uh, and <laughs> plays the Clipper Cats. Sorry, a little in-joke we're just going to keep doing. Uh, Exeter, uh, I like Exeter possibly in a big way. I don't think Exeter, uh, the kids, I, I think, want to kind of put it to Portsmouth when they get the opportunity, uh, and they may try to do that. Uh, Portsmouth's kind of been struggling of late. Um, they, we, we thought that they, they could beat Merrimack last week, and they, they really couldn't stop them. I mean, they couldn't stop right, them. Yeah. Gave they 20, couldn't stop them. 28 points in the first quarter. That's that, is that good? It doesn't seem great. I don't follow sports, but somebody at the water cooler said that that didn't seem good. Did you watch the Celtics last night? I watched uh, I, I watched two quarters and then fell asleep. Uh, I was said as you as you saw sending texts to the wrong people. Uh, I, I you know and calling one of my kids by the wrong name. I was very tired last night, so I saw the good part of the game. I guess. <laughs> calling your kids but you have a boy and a girl my I know used to do that with D- my two sisters you have a you have different gender dude it was like I, I don't take Ambien but it was like I was on Ambien last night I was like Keely knock it off and Cameron goes it's yeah, Ke- it's Cameron texting dead. financial information to the entire NH sports page I know like, it was, geez, it was wild it was like it was, oh, yeah. boy. I, was, I might as well have been on a bender I wasn't on one but I felt like I should have been I was so tired it, I missed out it was a typical it was a typical first game it was gross uh I, 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 shout out to the officials to make sure that Jalen Brown had four fouls in the first seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, I did I mean, see. really, because that's why we're here, you know, to watch the officials. <laughs> it was really choppy, ugly. Kemba Walker could not have shot worse, and he'll, they'll be absolutely fine. It, it, yeah. it was opening night. Yeah, it was opening night. Um, so you like Exeter, that one? I do, yes. Keen at Winnicunit. I like Winnicunit. Um They seem to still be playing hard and then kind of bring something together under Ryan Frank Hoare. They almost beat BG last week uh, yeah. at home uh, in the rain. Uh, or no, I think it was the South game that one of the South coaches told me it was fun covering doing a game in a monsoon. Um, I like Winnicott to beat Keen. I think this is this is almost in staff decks, but uh, I like Winnicott to get their second one of the year over Keen. Yeah, a couple of uh, talented young teams locking horns. I'll go with the uh, the home team there. The uh, they're not the Beach Boys anymore, but the team on the beach Winnicott. That's true, the beach ball. That's right, I forgot that. So this is the one, this is what I'm really fun to hear you just break this one down. I like Londonderry on the road at Memorial, but you were telling me over text last night, late, around 11 o'clock, you like Memorial to win this. So why don't you, I'll give you five minutes. Why do you think Memorial beats Londonderry? Yeah, Jimmy Lozon, overrated, doesn't know how to coach. Um, wow. Has nothing going on. Um, you know, Londonderry, wow. uh, you know, a lot of hype. All hat, yeah. no, all hat, no cattle. I think is the term. And uh, look for Memorial running time. Maybe I wouldn't rule. 
Right. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure Londonderry can even keep it close enough. Right. One of the linemen over there last week, uh, I saw on Instagram, put Londonderry Invitational. So apparently he is a, a reader of the Justin McIsaac Top 10, Monday oh, Top 10. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I think I'll take Londonderry in this one, Dave, as it turns out. Yeah, I guess I'll take Londonderry. You've London convinced too. me. Yeah, Bedford uh, at home against Timberlane. Uh, Timberlane's still battling people um, and uh, and playing hard. Who was it Coach they gave uh, they gave Wyndham a hard time last week? Huh? Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They did. Yeah, absolutely. Coach Fitzgerald does a really good job over there. Uh, I like Bedford um, coming off a couple losses. I like Bedford to win that one. Yeah, at home. It's a get right game for Bedford, and they need to get yeah. right. So uh, I'll take Bedford as well. So this is an interesting one. Central on the road at Concord. That's a pretty good one. Uh, as far as two teams that are a little down this year, but have both been very competitive all season long, uh, this is a hard one. I, I think I like Central on the road in this one. I'll I'll take Concord. Uh, just I think they can play maybe play enough defense, especially at home, to squeak out a win. But this, yeah, this is a pretty interesting ball game considering both teams are not going to make the playoffs. But if you're in that, if you're in Concord, worth going out to see. I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It is. Both both coaches do a really good job. Ryan Ray and Eric Brown. Uh, let's go to Division Two for Friday night. This is a really good one. Uh, so, so as I wrote, St. Thomas is—they're uh, in the postseason, like now. Uh, as in, every game is critical right. to them. So, St. Thomas goes on the road. They got to play Pelham. A really interesting game on Friday night. I like Pelham at home, but I think this could be a terrific football game. Yeah, that's not. If you have a must-win game, Pelham's not who you want to have to must-win against, right? Um, right. So I'll I'll take Pelham as well with the caveat that every time I pick a game in Division Two I think I've gotten it wrong, so that's <laughs> but I'll I'll yeah. take I'll take the snakes at home. There's no shame in that. Will McLean, by the way, was the winner of this week's uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Adrenaline Fundraising Player of the Week. So 54 percent of the vote. He and John Tebow were going back and forth. That thing was just being kids were voting all over the place up until midnight last night. But Will McLean is the winner of that, so he'll be uh, getting a call from uh, from the Adrenaline Boys and get his gear and a gift card and all that good McLean. stuff. McLean. So, McLean. That kid is good, man. I like that kid a lot. He's a good football player. Nice. Um, is Tim Bouchard getting more run at UNH? How's he doing? Yeah, he's he's playing a lot of special teams. He got a, actually uh, uh, yeah. Coach Santos noted how well he's playing on special teams. Uh, he's he, you know he's a second uh, second team for the uh, defensive back. So the the problem is. The defensive backs at UNH are so good, he doesn't get a lot of time on the field doing that, but he is making his mark on special teams. Yeah, good. No, he's a flyer. Um, so, okay, so we will – you like Pelham or did you say St. Yeah, Thomas? Yeah, I like Pelham in this one. Okay. So the game that Jen and I are going up to, Bo on the road at Kennet, I think this is going to be a really good football game. It's a big one. The winner's the, the top seed coming out of the north. Uh, Kennet loses. They still would be the two seed. Uh, and if Bo loses, then uh, they're the two seed, Kennet the one. I like Bo. Um, I think it's going to be a really fo- good football game, but I like uh, Steve Garrett had a big game last week. I think he has another big one on Friday night. Yeah, hard to bet against Bo. They haven't lost yet, so I'm going to go with the uh, with the Falcons here, uh, and, and Kenneth's got to show me something. If they do, then, uh, you know, that, will, that, 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 that would be a huge win for Kenneth's, but I'll take Bo here. Kenneth showed you something last week. They went over to the, the Meadows at Guilford and got a W. They were that game was a good game in the third quarter. That thing was yeah, tied. Yeah, and then it, 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 I'm still talking, sir. Yeah, this should be uh, more than that. That's uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> killing me. Listen, my boys, my boys are coming on next year. We're making the playoffs next year. All right, John. Moving on. John Stark on the road at Hanover. Oh my God, I have no. These are two. 
good programs that are having not good seasons. Right. Uh, just low numbers of John Stark, and then they had some key injuries. John, John Stark had some really – Nico Piscaderos. I mean, they had some, like, real good players that just got injured. Hanover's just having a down year. Coach Cavallaro does such a good job. Um, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, I'll go with Hanover. If there's two teams that have struggled, you just go with the home team. I'll go with Hanover at home. Normally when there's a game like this, you put it in staff picks, and you didn't. Uh, so yeah. I'll go with, despite the fact, talk about low numbers, John Stark, just just one guy on the team named John Stark. I, it's hard to believe. Yeah, he's uh, banged up, too. Yeah. And he had the, then he had a flu bug, oh. and then I heard he, he tripped walking into school and bumped his knee. There's all sorts of things going on with John Stark. Been a rough, been a rough season for Johnny, but uh, I'll take uh, the generals in this one just uh, so we, uh, we, we, we can argue about it. I remember one of the teams that played John Stark was saying before the game he was having like two or three slices of pizza, and that's when the team. Well, was, you uh, have to you have to fill the gaps though. If you're just one guy, it, it, you know you have to put True. on a little bit of mass. I don't blame him. True, he had to play the line a little more <laughs> that day. Manchester West at the suddenly struggling a little bit. So he can Sabers the suddenly Sabers, who I'm still very high on. And again, the definition of how good D two is that they would be the eighth seed today. But, the team that handed Milford the one seed, their only loss of the season. Um, so Sauhegan plays West at home, and I think Sauhegan uh, gets right in a hurry and takes care of Manchester West. Yeah, be careful if you're Sauhegan, but I- I'll take the Sabres as well. West uh, at 3-3, three and three, lurking just outside that playoff. Uh, or not, I'm sorry, they're not 3-3, three and three, they're 3-4, uh, and four, but uh, lurking outside. I'll take uh, Sauhegan, though. Uh, this is the one, uh, I know who you're taking this one, Milford at Conval. You love Conval. You said you think Keith Jones and his staff are completely overrated, which is fun because you're going to see them at our golf tournament next summer, and that will be an interesting interaction when they, they get their hands on you, I mean, when they see you. But <laughs> I like Milford to go on the road to be Conval, to go over to Peterborough. Uh-huh. And here's where Justin tells us how far the drive is to Peterborough. It's 14 days by, by, by car, not even by wagon. By car, but it's 14 days to get to Peterborough. It's unbelievable. You actually have I don't to. Think go- Lewis and Clark are on the schedule this you year. Actually, you have to go through a Stargate to get there, Dave. As it turns out, <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. That's it's the only way to get to Peterborough. Wow. So I don't know how Milford's going to arrive there, but uh, I'll take the Spartans. And how dare you uh, say I would sully the good name of Jonesy? How dare you, sir? I definitely picture a ninth grade, definitely single Justin McIsaac watching Stargate uh, with Kurt Russell that's, on his couch. I could see that. That's right one of the. Now. That's one of the ones I didn't get into the Stargate show. I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, just you know, it was like a bridge too far. I'm like, I, you know, what, even I don't watch this. It's like, <laughs> oh, all right. So I already know. I'm not kidding when I say I know you're taking this one. The last game on Friday night, Pembroke Spartans at your. Kingswood Knights. My Kingswood. It was a very great adoption ceremony. Kingswood, welcome to the family. Uh, you know, we, we, we got them uh, we got, the, got them set up in their own room. They're they're very happy. You know, they petted Cujo, took him for a walk. It was great. So welcome to the family, Kingswood. And that's a winnable game for my Kingswood Knights, Dave Haley. And they're going to win this game. How do you like them apples? I, I think I do like Kingswood. Pembroke's been putting up some points lately, but I'll go with Kingswood at home. They're not my team, but and, I'll go with Kingswood at home. And you know what that would get Kingswood to in, in late October? 500. What? That would get them to 4-4. Four and four. It would? Yes, they're 3-4 and four the season, Dave Haley. That's unbelievable. How about that? They're, 
Yeah, all right. Well, good for them, man. All right, Kingswood Knights. Again, good did, good the, for us. The, I don't even know if these kids even know. that. Are they reading the site? Their stats on? on no, yeah, not at all. They have no, no, idea, no, who idea. I, no idea who I am, but you know what? No. I, I know who they are. They're the Kingswood Knights. <laughs> I think I know who they are, too. Moving on. Uh, let's go to <laughs> Division Three on Friday night. Interlitz Moltenboro, who I think you like in this one, going on the road at Lebanon. So uh, make the case for the Lakers to win this one. I'm going to go with Lebanon, John Willeman, Wade Rainey, and company. I, my, <laughs> my, my guy, Chris Childs, my buddy up there, is going to take care of business. But you like the Lakers. Why don't you uh, – the floor is yours. I believe, well, I believe Lebanon was told the game was Saturday. So I like Interlakes to win on Friday by forfeit. Uh, two nothing would be the final score in that case. So no, no, it's, uh, it's Lebanon. Yeah, just uh, – Go to uh, our good friend Keith Maddy yesterday, back on the sidelines for the Lebanon Raiders this year. And we'll be in our jamboree playing National North. So good to have Keith back. There you go. Yeah, he's back. So Summersworth, finally, Summersworth at Kearsar's Mount Royal. Oh, boy. I'll go with Summersworth in this one. Yeah, I'll go with the toppers here. It's, uh, both teams struggling this season, but I'll go with uh, – well, Summers just won two straight now, right? Newport and then Epping? Make yeah. It, make it three in a row, Haley. I don't know why uh, Matt Regan all of a sudden. But... This, <laughs> there's two there's two, uh, there's two Division Four games on Friday night. Who knew? Uh, one of them is a staff pick, Newfound at Fall Mountain. I like Orion Benny's team to win. Isaac Westover has had a really good season for Fall Mountain running the football. I like Fall Mountain to win that one. I think I took Fall Mountain in that one as well. Yeah. Mascoma, not Valley. It's just Mascoma. Stop calling it Valley. I'm not going there. <laughs> Mascoma at Raymond. Wow. Uh, your Raymond Rams, who are also hanging out, probably feeling a little little neglected these days by you and probably willing to walk the dog, but nobody's asking them. I'll go with Raymond over Mascoma at home. No, Raymond's just happy somebody else is there to do some chores because, you know, once once you're in the family, you get assignments, and they don't have to wash the dishes every day, so that's good for them. Uh, of course, I will go with the greatest show on natural turf, my Raymond Rams. Uh, get over there. and watch. That's a fun little place to watch a football game. Just off, uh, you know, you take the exit off 101, and I forget what route yeah, that is. Yeah, you see but, that. But, yeah, it's a, have to check that out. nice little spot. Check it out. Uh, the greatest show on natural turf. We'll get the win. All right, we're going to Saturday now. Pinkerton, small little, just a little schoolhouse on the hill. It's literally something out of Norman Rockwell. It's just a little, little school. There's a little chimney when it gets cold, and you got a little smoke coming this, from the top. This is Division like Four game, kids. right? This is Division Four. Yes, okay. <laughs> we're, still, we're staying in Division Four for this one. <laughs> Pinkerton, Pinkerton taking on Wyndham. I will say, if we can be serious for one second. I do think Pinkerton could have been like a really scary playoff team if they got in, but it looks like they're going to be the last team yeah. out or the first team out, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, and this is at Pinkerton, you said? It's at Wyndham. Oh, it's at Wyndham. I'll Who, go, by, you know, by the way, beat them last year. Yeah, I'll go with Wyndham. How about that? I'll go with uh, Mount oh. Jaguar. I'm going with Pinkerton. You're nuts. Uh, <laughs> Salem Salem goes on the road at Goffstown. Uh, very interesting game here. I This is in Staff X. I like Salem in this one. I think, as I put today, I think Salem is in the lead uh, top four in Division One. I think they take care of Goffstown. Uh, last year, let me just say this real quick. Last year, I kind of said, hey, Londonderry's a year away. Like, Londonderry's going to be nasty next year. I actually said to Jimmy Lozon, uh, the Londonderry head catch, who, who, do, who has done the uh, play-by-play or color commentary with Pete Terrier the last two years, on our Division One games that we'll be doing at UNH. And I said to him last year, I don't think you'll be back. And he's like, ah, you don't want to hear it. But <laughs> Goffstown might be that team for next year. Goffstown could be that one-year-away team where Goffstown's at UNH next year. That's my – I wanted to say that in less than five minutes. I think I 
got right under the wire. It was but Gosh, close. Gosh, yeah. be really good next year. Yeah, you know, I, I, I totally agree. I'll take Salem in this one. I think it's a pretty close game, but uh, I'll go with Salem here. Okay. Uh, Division two. Hold on, clicking on this game. Talk amongst yourself. Oh, make sure you Google Rob Drake umpire. I'll tell you about that offline, but that's uh, the breaking news. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, it's All right, whole thing. so, uh, oh, Sanborn goes in the fiery pits of hell <laughs> to the meadows of Guilford to take on my Guilford Belmont. I can just tell you, if you're a Sanborn quarterback, Jackson Rookie knows where you're throwing it, and he's going to pick it off. I'm just telling you. Oh, it's going to wow. happen. It's nature. It's nature. Why would, so, you, bo- why would you, know, you even bother throwing the ball then? I don't know why. I wouldn't throw a pass if I was Sanborn because Jackson Root is going to know where it is and he's going to pick it off. He's going to not only is he going to knock it down, he's going to catch it. Wow. He's going to go the other way with it. So beware. So I, I like Guilford Belmont in a big way over Sanborn. And <laughs> I think what we learned, if you watch the interviews for our eight questions, we're going to have a ton of these throughout the year, especially when basketball starts. But the Guilford kids did not enjoy the drive to Sanborn. They were not big fans really? of driving to Sanborn. Yes, I asked them. Well, one of the questions is, what's your least favorite right. opposing field to play on? And they, they very politely all said Sanborn. They were not big fans. How about Sanborn. that? But nothing, nothing against fine people of Fremont, but um, Guilford Belmont in a big way. And uh, if a ball goes in the air, Jackson Rookie's going to catch it and go the other way. I will take the uh, red slash golden eagles, whatever they're, uh, the, the uh, Guilford Belmont is called these days. With those uni- Fix the uniforms, Dave. Get on that. You're the most famous. You don't, des- you don't even deserve to talk about the most them. Famous not, alumni. Even- of the- I'm trying to help you out. Those, those uniforms are awful, and you need to fix that. You. I'm putting this on you. By not them. You. I have a sleeper team in Division Three basketball this year. It's a little sleeper team. Who's that? You know- oh, yeah. You know who it is. <laughs> you already know. Is it Guilford? You know it is Gil. Is it Gil? Okay. I got some sleeper. Just it's a little, the, it's the fourth it's a little that just keeps sleeping on us. Fourth straight year, they're a sleeper team. How many years going to be a sleeper team? No. <laughs> no. They beat Spalding last year in the Jamboree. That's how I remember it. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, you, you said we got to get this done around 10 o'clock. Alvin taking on Hollis Brookline. Really good. Let's give some props to Chris Lonis and the crew over at Hollis Brookline. That was a terrific win. Last weekend, uh, they needed that, and they got it over South Hegan. That was a really, really good win. Uh, the Wimmer brothers have been terrific. Hallsbrook line proved that they can play defense, too. Um, I do like Alvern, but I think this is a terrific football game, and I'd think i I'd love to see Hallsbrook line in the playoffs. I think that win next last week really helps them. Okay, I'm going to look at my email here because I can't remember who I took in this in staff picks. I know I literally flipped a coin because I think it's that close. Oh, Alvern, that's who I, I ended up taking. So I will go with okay. the Broncos here. Very good football game. It could go either way, absolutely. I do like Alvin. I, Alvin was the team I picked to win it all. I'm, I'm sticking with them um, for Division Two, but we'll see. Again, it's going to be absolutely crazy. Uh, and finally, the last game on Division Two on Saturday, Merrimack Valley goes to the land of Sanborn <laughs> to take on the Plymouth Bobcats. I like the uh, Plymouth Bobcats, who I've not covered yet, but I'm planning to cover their playoff game in the first round. Jen and I are talking about doing that. Nobody said the land of Linehan, quite like Pete Terry. The land of Linehan. And now it's the same board. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go with uh, the Bobcats as well. The last on-field interview in Chuck Linehan's Hall of Fame career That's right. was conducted by? Your boy, Justin McIsaac. That's right. Justin McIsaac. There you go. What, what, an, honor, uh, what an honor for him. I mean, let's, really? let's be. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you until you said him. Yeah. Um, 
Epi Newmarket goes to Division Three. Epi Newmarket goes to Hillsborough Deer and Hawkinson. So let me hold on. Are you ready? Do you have a piece of paper and a pen? I do. Yes. Okay. Ready? I'm go- yeah. Yes. Epping yep. and Newmarket. Uh huh. Are going on the road to play Hillsborough. Uh huh. Deering. Yep. And Hopkinton. Wow. That's it's so- oh, one more time. Epping Newmarket <laughs> is going to play Hillsborough, Deering. Hopkinson. It's it's the battle for the golden hyphen, Dave. Is is what they're calling this game. <laughs> and actually, they're playing. This game's going to take a while. They're playing one quarter uh, in Epping, one quarter in Newmarket, one quarter in Hillsboro, uh, and then one quarter in Deering. They'll play the rest in Hopkinton if it goes to overtime. That's the contingency plan. But for this right- is and, and this is breaking news for everybody out there and, and uh, football fans listening. We know we have a lot of listeners every week. The winner gets profile next year. Profile. Up in the North Country jumps on board. Yes. So you could have Epping Newmarket profile or Hillsborough Deering Hopkinson profile. I like the red. I like the red eye. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten every like bit of like humor out of this, and so maybe we should just move on. But uh, profile is that sick. Remember, remember in the jamboree. This is, here we go with the part where Dave and Justin tell stories that only make them laugh. This is yep. a lot of fun for all the listeners. That's, that's when, the uh, remember when our boy Connor Wallace from Trinity. Played in the Jamboree against Goffstown, and he was a former Goffstown kid. And the joke was, if Goffstown won, they got Connor Walsh. Yes, back. they got custody of him. It was like <laughs> it was like a ladder match when Connor Walsh was just hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I think we're funny. Anyway, I like the Red Hawks to win that one. Was that the uh, the Jamboree where I announced him as being the Intercontinental Champion of Trinity High School? Oh yes, it is. And, that, it, and then and- I interviewed him after the game on camera. I was in the highlights, and I said. The famous Lou Holtz quote: that, uh, "There's two things uh, about wrestling, uh, wrestling fans. That, there's two scary things about wrestling fans: they can vote and they can breed." That was exactly <laughs> it. And Connor looked right at me. He goes, "Well, that's me. Yeah, so, that's my go. boy, Connor Ross, Keen State College. Uh, he's doing some uh, some undercover work for us this week at Keen State College. More uh-huh. to come on that. Manana, this is a these are, this is a, the great rivalry of Division Three football of the last few years. Manadnock on the road at Campbell." I do think Manadnock matches up very well. I like Campbell in this one. Still very high on my Cougars, Glenn Costello and crew. Your Cougars. But I do think that Manadnock uh, matches up well with Campbell. Yeah, I took Campbell as well, but yeah, it should be a, should be a knockdown dragout affair there. But yeah, good, good, yeah, great rivalry between those two over the past few years. Yeah, absolutely. Outstanding championship games. Laconia uh, goes on the road at Newport. That's a long drive. Um, I like. I think I took Newport at home, but this is a yeah. really close one. I took Newport just because they're at home. Yeah. Okay. Land of your uh, hot beware chocolate. Paul Sil- beware Paul Silva in late October. Stevens goes on the road at Trinity. Last year, Trinity beat them during the regular season. Then Stevens went on the road and beat them in the playoffs. So I like a little revenge here. Uh, I like Trinity to win this one. Yeah. Is this a game Spencer Coronas will be at? Wait, is he writing for someone, or does he just go to these games and like update us on Twitter? Either way, I love it. I but. tried to. His his sister is dating John Tebow, the running back for Trinity. Ah. And I did try to hire Spencer away, and Nate Camp threw me down at the coach's. He <laughs> uh, get out of here, get out of here now. Um yeah, you know how Nate Camp is. Nate Camp, if people don't know, is the Kyrgyz basketball coach. He's always angry and he's always in a bad mood. It's just kind of his. That's what he's yeah, he's, for. yeah. We, get, we should probably have an intervention with him at some point. Yeah, very angry, never smiles. Um, and he threw me down to stay away from my assistant basketball coach. But Spencer Cronus, I told him I want to hire him to do football games for us in the future. 
Yeah. And then when he found out he could actually get paid for it, I think he was kind of excited about it. So, there you go. <laughs> All right. Love that kid. Um, yeah, so you like Trinity in that one? I do, yes. I'll talk, but uh, okay. but be, beware that, well, they you know they know from last year, but uh, Stevens True. can strike at any time. Two more games, and then we're done. Farmington Newt on the road at Bishop Brady. I am on record as I've never chosen Farmington Newt to win a game since we've been doing this, and I'm not breaking that streak down. No offense. Nothing against those two fine schools. Love you, Shags. But uh, Bishop Brady to win that one. Bishop Brady should be the fourth playoff team in Division Four. Do you, do you think when uh, – well, Eric Kuma is still the uh, JV coach for Farmington basketball, but do you think the, the, uh, the years he wasn't the head coach of Dover, somebody in Farmington looked over and said, do you think we should just ask him, just ask Eric Kuma? <laughs> and then somebody else was like, no, don't bother. That's <laughs> yeah, don't – that would be like me sitting next to, standing on a subway next to Kate Beckinsale and saying, what the hell, I'll ask her out. Right. Looking, going, no. looking me over and going, no. Yeah, well, it's a, hey, no. it's a no till you ask, right? <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. So every time you see a beautiful girl with a dorky guy, like, hey, he asked her. You know? Yeah. So th- th- you got to go. Sometimes you got to ask. So if that's new, you got to go ask Eric Kuma. You might leave over. Go back over. Sure. <laughs> you never know. And then the last game. I saved it for last because, really, it's the celebration of the one year since Jennifer Chick and I almost died in a nor'easter. If you've seen, you know, the movie The Thing or any of these movies that take place, like, in the middle of the Arctic in the coldest, darkest days, that was pretty much where we were last year, covering a game in a nor'easter. My buddy Pat Riberty, the head coach of Winscom, I kept saying, is this game really happening? He's like, yep, apparently it's really happening. It was like 30 <laughs> degrees, raining, probably 30 mile, 25 mile per hour winds. And uh, as Jen and I showed in our special beginning, we had a pop tent that kept blowing away on us. And I did from the late third quarter to the end of the game, I did not feel my toes. But uh, anyway, we did the game. Winnesquam kids were awesome afterwards. And by the way, I like Winnesquam to finish the regular season undefeated against Franklin. They start the playoffs next week. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will concur with that one, and uh, hopefully, no uh, nor'easters blow through for this game. But I'll uh, I'll go with Winnesquam as well. No, we won't be there, so I'm sure it will be 60 degrees <laughs> and sunny. Excellent. All right, so that's it. That's the schedule. All right, you and Jen. Friday night will be up in North Conway. I'll be atop the uh, press box unless it's going to rain. Then I'm going to make them cram me into the press box. Uh, at Spalding High School, which you can listen to uh, on MOSN. And, we'll have, of course, we'll have the link on nhsportspage.com. No uh, UNH football this weekend, Dave. I'm actually headed to New York City for the 30th anniversary show. You heard of the band Helmet? They're not, they're, yes. Uh, okay. It's their 30th anniversary show. I'm going with my, uh, my brother and sister-in-law to the Bowery Ballroom. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. See if, yeah. I, see, if I can, right. see if I can get beat up in a mosh pit for the first time. Well, no, not the first time. Nah, it's not the first time. No. Yeah, it's the first time in like no, 20 never years. Forget, never forget that if you look on YouTube and you watch Wildside video by Motley Crue, a young freshman at Guilford High School, Dave Haley, is in the first four rows <laughs> of the Motley Crue Wildside video. And it was a complete mosh pit under there. I don't know how I survived it. At one point, the whole crowd was like tilting, and I swear to God, I was like, okay, the angle... I look like a seesaw or something like that, <laughs> like that that kind of angle. But I am in the first four rows of that Molly Crew wow. Wildside video. They filmed it that night, so there you go. I'll have to ch- it's my did- claim to fame, really. Even after 12 years of doing this, that's my claim to fame. Somehow I did not know that, but now you know you learn something new every time you come into the ballpark, right? Is that what they you say? You know what? 
We've been good friends for a long time. Maybe I haven't told you enough about my heavy metal concert. Why don't we sit down soon? We'll get no. together. Yeah, I'll, I'll three uh, to four hours regaling you with stories. I can't wait for. I'll be there definitely. I definitely. I'll, I'll let you know about when I met the drummer from Striper. I'll tell you all I, about it. I definitely haven't heard that one. I'll de- and I will not stand you up. So you said the time of the date. <laughs> Get over to Great Bay Community College for their open house on Saturday. That's a beautiful campus over there. They got a lot going on, and uh, and for students, it's a really good. Especially if you want to play basketball uh, and sports, they got a volleyball team and all that. It's a baseball team. But uh, Great Bay Community College open house on Saturday. Uh, they got a beautiful campus over there, and go on over there, and uh, you can get any of that information right off of our website. All right. Until then, we'll uh, we'll see you next week uh, when we're back with another podcast. Enjoy the games. Go Irish. We're playing Michigan this week. Oh, boy.